Hello, me lovelies. It's me, Ned Natter, with the famously unpasteurized and unfiltered Ned Natter radio show, ready to brighten your day. First up, it's great to be here again with you. It's time for a good old Natter with an international flavour. But remember, I don't chat about the regular news and current affairs. Oh no, I'm here to give you a break from it all. Yep, a good laugh, even when it's only once a week on a Wednesday. <laughs> Remember though, you can listen to all these shows again. Yep, they're all safe here's podcasts at nednatter.com. Yep, okay, well, put everything down. No, everything, I mean you too. Come on, it's time for the Ned Natter Show, and you can't miss this. <laughs> this week on the Ned Natter Show from Florida, I'm still having drama for one. The man with the Botox arrived to treat two of me sofa dwellers. The homeless farmer Ding Dang found a kind of new home and the wife's buddy beyond it got lucky, well in a way. Add to that, I chat about plastic surgery and whilst on the subject of urgent needs, I have to face the mother-in-law for another few weeks. Oh dear, yeah. Either way, you're just going to love me always pack show. More so when we take a look at the other crazy regular features and callers from around the world too. At Two Medicine Farm, or what's now loosely referred to as Nedna's Florida Island, I've been suffering from a bout of serious claustrophobia. Yep, the farmhouse is closer to one of the inside of them sardine cans. Yep, decidedly fishy at any rate. Especially with the monstrous mother-in-law, or M.Y.L., still in residence. Yep, that's indie movie actress Satana Troglodyte. She's still here, and as always, there's an excuse. Oh no, it's not freezing swamp water this time. Uh, next job, yeah, the movie job has been put on hold. Yeah, the director's mother hasn't come through with the filming budget. <laughs> yeah, you heard me right, his mother. Yep. Apparently, she's waiting on a divorce settlement and it hasn't showed up yet. Oh dear. <laughs> Considering the kind of movies I've seen the MIL in up till now, I'm assuming that it must be close to the lowest settlement in recent history. <laughs> These guys bring new meaning to the phrase low budget. <laughs> Anyhow, that means the monster is staying on me farm for the time being. Yeah. The only upside, she keeps the rats away. Yeah. <laughs> Add to that, the wife Elsie and her best buddy Beyond It, that's uh, Beyond It Brandy Washington or BBW to her friends, made me farmhouse feel like an operating theatre. Well, a clinic really. <laughs> After board-certified dermatologist Dr. Ramish Singh, the travelling Botox specialist made an house call. Mm. You know, I really enjoyed watching the process. You know, the wife seemed quite used to pain. That makes sense, really. I mean, she feels it every time she has to go without food for more than two hours. (laughs) Add to that, mm, well... After experiencing life as a dartboard for a few minutes, the wife was pretty quiet for hours afterwards and hasn't been so loud for days now. Well, that was decidedly an upside to the overpriced treatment. But of course, you'll want me opinion, won't you, on the results too? Well, to be very honest, I can't see much difference. (laughs) Yeah, she looked a bit red in the face, and I suppose, but apparently it takes a couple of days to really take hold and take effect. Mm, Oh well. Add to that, I think the wife's really concentrating on the wrong part of her body anyway. <laughs> but believe me, the work on Beyond It was the worst part for, well, for the doctor, not me. <laughs> he should have listened more carefully to her advance warning. You hurt me and I'll hurt you. <laughs> 
because now she's got only half her face covered by the treatment. Well, when the doctor shoved in the needle, beyond its knee was at the ready. The moment she felt a twinge of pain, it was jammed nice and high between the doctor's legs. Mm. He let out a kind of horrid high-pitched squeal. You know, I thought me pet pig old Bill had trapped his head in the farm gate again. Anyway, the doc emptied the entire syringe into just one spot. Not the done thing. Oh dear, beyond it looks even more lopsided than usual. <laughs> yep, I reckon it was the droopy eyelid and only half a frown on the other side that made her look that way anyway. <laughs> Either way, the doctor parted without finishing the job. In fact, to be honest, he was walking as if he just got down from the saddle. Yep, one on the elephant. He was decidedly bow-legged and muttered a bunch of words that gave me the impression he wasn't returning any time soon. Well, never to be honest. <laughs> Despite that lopsided face, beyond its ad on the Cougar dating website, appears to have been a great success. Well, <laughs> but then again with the wife's phone camera and filter techniques, she's unrecognisable anyway. <laughs> So far, she's had over 30 replies from the desperately seeking crowd. Oh dear, yeah, I've heard of desperate, but some of these guys are taking things too far. You know, more than the extra mile, I'd say. <laughs> Either way, there was already clearly some compatibility there, you know. According to our Elsie, a few of the photos beyond it received from the hopeful audience were pretty lopsided and odd-looking too. <laughs> yep, for a bunch of lonely cougar loveseekers, they aren't as shy as you'd expect them to be. Oh well, you know, I'll leave it to your imagination, shall I? Enough said. Whilst on the subject of complete disasters, there were only two newcomers to me farm artist retreat. Or as I mentioned before, more like me artist rehab. <laughs> Even though camper artist retreat manager Quinton's eager to get more like-minded folks here on the farm this year, he's still preoccupied with his own problems right now. Yeah, one of our early retreaters, Norman, the angry young man, is still living it up in South America with Coagulant. Yeah, that was Quinton's happy-go-lucky guitar-plucking partner. Add to that, they're not returning any time soon. <laughs> they're now in Rio, and Coagulate's already told Quinton on the phone that it's a party every night down there. Mm, not just another night of shop-worn TV episode repeats on his laptop in a far too cosy travel trailer. <laughs> Anyway, I digress, don't I? Yeah, this week's newcomers were not artists at all. Oh no, they didn't stay long either. Yeah, see, they were bounty hunters. Well, that's actually an illegal phrase here in Florida. They're what's more appropriately called these days bail agents. Yeah, they'd come to collect last week's newcomer, one from Mexico. Well, in the end, he was actually from one from Miami and on the run. <laughs> I thought there was just something not quite right about him anyway, and I was right. He was using me retreat as an hideout. Still, Quinton's not focused on fully checking folks out right now, and one slipped through the net. Either way, there was an exciting chase through me cabbages until one tripped over me fam and Ding Dang's hoe and fell to the ground. <laughs> Even me mother old Nan crept outside to watch. Mm, she enjoys a good takedown. Silly boy! And has a fascination for handcuffs. Mm. 
Add to that, Quinton's still fuming whilst trying to settle in Janice, yep, another lonely heart divorcee who decided to bury her head in artistic endeavours just like Wilmer, our sculptor, did. See, Janice is hoping to be just as lucky as Wilmer in starting a new at the supposedly magical two medicine farm here. Yep. And she's opened some kind of great love match, I suppose. Yeah, well, we'll see. Janice is an abstract painter and paints what she sees with her mind and not her eyes. Yeah, all in super fast, drawing acrylics. This week, she asked the super vain and deeply unhappy Quinton to sit for her again. Oh, dear. It wasn't very flattering, but she's really captured the essence of me former farmhand and retreat manager. She actually painted him standing, and not sitting, yep, in the doorway of his broken-down tin can trailer. Her sense of proportion, though, is totally out of whack. <laughs> Quentin's head is actually bigger than the trailer, like an enormous caricature. Oh, well. She doesn't realise what a true artistic genius she really is yet. <laughs> Whilst on the subject of once unhappy retreater and divorce sculptor Wilmer, she returned from extended vacation with Luigi Spaghettori, me Ferrari obsessed tractor mechanic. Yep, the Ferrari arrived a day ago with a happy couple heading to Luigi's huge Florida casa. Mm. And we haven't seen them since. Although the rumour mill has been very busy and it seems that they've set a date for an early wedding. Mm. <laughs> the other additions to our artist retreat, the Snowbird variety from Boston, the mystics Sybil and Rune dabble in a bit of modern day occult and sorcery right here on the farm. They're working wonders though, they've got ding-dang out of me barn for good. Rush won't visit too as he says their pentagrams and other pagan symbols are demonic. <laughs> Add to that a few other locals. Yep, mostly trespassers are terrified of their mystic symbolism too and are staying off me land. <laughs> you know, I had this crazy idea a few days back. Yep, the wife's buddy beyond it's super superstitious too. <laughs> I wonder what might happen if me mystic visitors stick a few symbols on the sofa. <laughs> Or better still, on the fridge. <laughs> on the microwave. <laughs> It'd definitely have some effect, wouldn't it? <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. By the way, and away from the occult, I read this really interesting article a few days ago about how a bunch of new plants have been discovered around the world. Yep, apparently over a dozen new species have been discovered in various parts of the planet. Actually, one is still in the realms of the occult. Yep, that's the voodoo lily. <laughs> But I really liked the one called the killer tobacco plant. Sure. We've already discovered the effects of nicotine on humans, haven't we? Well, except me mother, old Nan, that is. Mm, I reckon she's built up an immunity to this stuff. <laughs> Anyhow, this little plant is covered in sticky glands that catch and kill a bunch of insects. Mm. Add to that, the others in this newly discovered group are a collection of flowers, trees and even fungi. Some are attractive, some are just plain ugly. But there's a kind of irony with all these new discoveries, isn't there? We still haven't already discovered everything here on Earth. After all these years, why are we spending time looking at the surface of Mars? Add to that, we've got numerous animals and plants facing extinction, 
and some disappear every day. I guess a few might disappear before we've even discovered them. And that's really sad, isn't it? Yeah, more so if they might contain, you know, answers to some of our unsolvable puzzles like climate, disease and health. Then there's another similar problem even close to home. Mm, yeah, I'm worried about discovering new plants in amongst me cabbages. <laughs> well, especially with ding-dang around, you know, they're, they're not exactly new species either, though. You know, oh, no, 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 cannabis, sativa and magic mushrooms are pretty common already. All me doped-up farmhand has to do is sow the seeds without me knowing. <laughs> That, of course, brings me to another not-so-recently-discovered specimen, which is also not quite extinct either. That's right, she's me antique, 95-year-old mother-old nan. You know, she doesn't bother with her mind-altering substances at all. Oh, no, she just sticks with whiskey for her needs, <laughs> whilst using her witchy skills to alter other people's minds instead. <laughs> On the other hand, or should I say, bottoms up. And down the hatch, <laughs> Nan's best gambling drinking buddy, that's Toshiko Suzuki. Yep. She's me lawyer brother and black sheep of the family, Nelson, that's wife and Beverly Hills sex representative is now 103-year-old grandmother. Yep, another long-lasting specimen. <laughs> she enjoys a good drink too, and over a century, she's still just an amateur on the alcohol consumption front when compared to old Nan. <laughs> After me lawyer brother Nelson's visit last week, the old crows have got a real taste for five-star fine dining, followed by a casino blowout. Yeah, I was taken aback to discover they were off for another slap-up meal this week when a limo showed here at the firm. I soon discovered Nan had somehow gained control of one of Nelson's credit cards and this was the ticket to winning and dining at his expense. <laughs> Well, that makes a change from her whining at mine and dining on nothing but alcohol. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Anyway, thinking of hideous nightmares like me rather bizarre family, I'm still having these really weird dreams. They for a term with a vengeance like never before. Add to that, the weirdest ones always seem to arrive when I'm having a nice nap, but never in bed. This time, though, I was resting up in my favourite hideaway again. Yep, that's my little farm office. It's away from the living room and the endless rumble of eating, cooking and snoring. <laughs> I dozed off pretty quickly. It had been a very long day. In my dream, I was on the phone to Heiner. That's me, lawyer brother Nelson, that his wife, yeah. All she was saying was, where's Nelson? He didn't come home. I said, I thought he left Florida a few days back. But she says, where's Nelson? He didn't come home. Oh dear, I hung up the phone and thought, nothing more about it. Next, I went in to feed me old pet pig, Bill. Yeah. And there, tied up to the wall in the back of the pen, was Nelson. <laughs> But he wasn't alone. Me farm dog, young Clay, was barking and snarling at him whilst Toshiko and old Nan were going through his wallet, <laughs> taking the cash and then choosing which of his credit cards to use next. <laughs> Yet me dream answered the question of how the old crows had got a hold of his credit card. Oh dear. I woke with a real start. Yep. <laughs> They're at me feet, 
as me dog barking away. And as I looked out the window, I saw the nightmare part of me dream. Only I was wide awake. <laughs> yeah. Another limo was dropping off the crows at me farmhouse door. The driver then accompanied them in with handfuls of shopping bags. Apparently, old Nan had discovered this new place called an outlet mall. And she'd been letting out Nelson's no limit credit card all afternoon. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. On the other hand, still on the subject of bad dreams, me scruffy fireman Ding Dang has been driving around collecting up food for old Lonnie. <laughs> He's what you call an opportunistic hunter. That's right, he always wears his underwear backwards. <laughs> but whilst on the subject of me old fireman, he received a couple of blows this week. Yeah, first, he had to give up his home, and second, the landlord kept his damage deposit. I'm not really surprised him. So he ended up low on cash and as good as homeless. Yeah. But without history repeating itself too accurately and with a reverse of fortunes, there was only one vacant bed locally. Yeah. And Quinton was <laughs> the person that offered it. With the recent departure of his partner Quaglet, he was ready to receive Ding Dang, his former Cabbage Patch adversary, with open arms. Oh dear. <laughs> The tin can trailer will never be the same again. That's <laughs> that Ding Dang rushed to let me know how he's sleeping at the far end on the sofa. <laughs> but despite that drama, I've still got that unforgettable little feature on my show, so here's Ding Dang's southern quote. I'm too poor to paint and too proud to whitewash. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> he reckons that he's never been more broke in his life. Well, all I can say is we'll have to see just what the future holds for Ding Dang, eh? Particularly when his southern quote includes the word paint. Mm. I was just wondering how long it'll be before Quinton decides to get his brush and oils out again. Mm. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Well, next up, I've got my latest segment for you, and it's called Ned's Sagacious Moment. I might not be a serious old sage, but I've got time to think, and I like the idea of sharing my thoughts with you, me lovely listeners. So moving on from farm life in general, for a minute anyway, I've spent a few hours this week questioning the whole idea of plastic surgery. Mm, yeah, And I think it's over a year ago when I nattered on about the original numbers and kinds of procedures that were not only popular, but also gained popularity over the past few years. See, a lot of folks put the blame at the door of these, uh, you know, show everything, tell all social media sites, yeah. But to be honest, that's only put a spike in the numbers on it. The more radical stuff has been going on for years. Mm. Of course, I've been considering the true origins of many of these ideas. Yep, they were originally conceived to help people who'd been disfigured in a nasty accident, you know, or a burn, or to help restore someone's body after drastic surgery like cancer, for example. But now it looks more like an accident itself. I mean, some folks actually seem so desperate 
to not just slow down the appearance of aging, but completely wreck their looks to the point where they look like they've chosen to have an accident instead here. <laughs> in fact, in all honesty, I haven't seen a single example where I'd say someone had actually genuinely improved their appearance. Add to that, some of them look so shiny afterwards, I want to offer to polish them. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me blind neighbour old Lonnie and new to swinger old Fred's home is still the hottest venue in North Florida for a swingers party every Saturday night, and it's called Do You Know Fred? Sometimes I wish I didn't. It's the same old... Thing every week. Bring a bottle, bring your wife and potluck dishes for the buffet. Fred mingles with like-minded swingers, also a highly potluck experience. And old Lonnie eats his way through bundles of free food, which this week included piles of candy and chocolate. <laughs> so when Saturday finally rolled around, Fred told me this week's theme was the chocolate Candy party. Oh dear. Red reckons his plan is to attract a more classy bunch of swingers, and apparently, swingers who love candy and chocolate are classy. Oh, yeah, by his standards, I suppose. <laughs> Add to that, old Fred tells me it was a kind of Valentine's Day party in a way. Yeah, oh well, he said it. Of course, Fred was open for a mixed crowd as always, but the downside was that he ended up with two of the largest candy eating monsters in Florida. Yep, they're heavy and heavy-eating Botox Cougar sisters. Yep, Elsie and beyond it. (laughs) Of course, they weren't really going for the swinging part at all. Oh, no, just the eating part. Add to that, the other party-goers didn't get a look in. (laughs) See, once they set their sights on candy, it's time to stand clear and stand by. (laughs) Anyway, I headed home, yep, before they saw me face. Very quickly, too. Well, on the family front, when she's not complaining about, well, just pick a subject and she complains. Me 95-year-old, rather old Nan, the miserable old crow herself, has a little feature on the show. Yeah, old Nan remembers. Oh dear, it's a little bout of what's professionally termed reminiscence therapy. <laughs> this time, old Nan remembers old Geoffrey the glass eye maker death. Yep, that's a mouthful, all right. See, death is me old mother's maiden name. And her family likes to pronounce it Diaz to make it sound better. But as you know by now, I call him the death. <laughs> so back to old Geoffrey the glass eye maker death. Well, it's what you call an ancient art, all right, for sure. These days, most prosthetic eyes are made from plastic or something like that, yeah. But in the day, glass was the number one choice. And of course, the Calvin Death glass works was in its heyday. However, when the original glass eye maker and founder, Calvin One-Eye Death, died suddenly one afternoon, his son Geoffrey had to take over the business. But without the proper supervision, it wasn't long before people in the local town started to scare folks half to death. (laughs) Yep. With orange, purple, yellow, pink and white eyes. It was a while before someone pointed out Jeffrey might be colour blind. <laughs> yeah, he was, oh dear. 
There was one thing interesting about old Jeffrey, though. Yep, this time they couldn't blame the Death family's notorious alcohol problem. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, that lovely tiny old music means it's time again for me book reviews. Yep, I get me hands on a few and I feature them right here on me show. Just remember, I've got a great system here. Yep, if a book's shite, it goes on me composty. Sometimes if it's really bad, you have to burn it. <laughs> Middle of row books go in me giveaway charity box and the good or reasonable ones usually stay on me farm library shelf. I hope that's all nice and clear for you. <laughs> okay then, I've ended up with just one new book this time around and it's just been published too and it's called Handling Your Troublesome and Narcissistic Parent by Enough is Enough Junior. Oh, that's a mouthful, isn't it? <laughs> Jokingly known to most folks as a fan of euthanasia. Mm, and that's really a big old deer, isn't it? <laughs> But enough, the author really hits the nail on the head with this one. Yep, you start to rapidly understand this book. If you've also got a moaning old parent within slipper distance somewhere in your life. <laughs> yep, I've had to put up with old Nan for far too long, you know. If elderly parents were the sweet things they are to their grandkids, life would be easier, wouldn't it? But it's not. They're only nice to the kids because they become their best allies in every future argument. (laughs) The author's old mother is closer to a full-time professional narcissist and I empathise with him, yeah. The final page of the book is like a glossary only with a bunch of handy solutions to everyday problems. My favourite, of course, was the perpetual round-the-world cruise aboard various container ships. Yep, enough reckoned his mother was away for four years straight. (laughs) But I must say, I enjoyed the chapter dealing with the one-way tickets to somewhere exotic. Yep, and there's a list of great spots. The chapter's called Get Lost. (laughs) There are even a couple of spots renowned as cannibal hotspots. Sounds interesting. Anyway, I've decided to do something really interesting with this book, yeah. I'm keeping it out of sight in my farm office. Yep, for a rainy day, I guess. <laughs> By the way, don't forget me annual book award is coming up here on the Nat Show as soon as I pass me humble judgment on over 100 books from last year. Add to that, unlike other awards or shows, I've decided to give an award for the worst book of the year and there's already a short list of contenders. Yep, I'm down to a short list of 90 right now. <laughs> Yep, it's very slow going. Add to that, I have to rely on all my show notes. Well, if you remember, I burnt most of them. Oh dear. <laughs> well, me lovelies, that's all on me book review feature this time around. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. i got a listener favourite coming up right now. Yep, me anomalies from around the world feature. This time we're visiting Australia and it's another tasteless, distasteful, revolting foodie one 
Another disgusting delicacy from around the world, oh yes. <laughs> I'm talking about the witchetty grub. <laughs> it's a fat, ugly, cream-coloured, wood-eating grub. It looks a bit like a mini concertina and was originally by the Aborigines. Oh dear. <laughs> I've seen some of the weird shite they eat before. Anyway, the trick is assuming you even consider munching one is to never eat the head, apparently. Yeah. It's got a sharp set of jaws and also can't wait to spray you with this nasty-looking brown liquid. Oh, hang on, though. Are they sure it's the head you leave behind? <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, now we're heading to England. Yep, see, I got a call from Nigel Ponce, the arrogant old catfish-faced gentleman farmer. Me brother Young Buck skipped the USA and manages Ponce's old farm and his rambling state. After living in Pennsylvania for 15 years, Buck naturally picked up plenty of American expressions and he really enjoys confusing Ponce with them. <laughs> Ponce has to call me for an explanation. See, he hasn't got the internet in the manner. Just good old-fashioned manners. <laughs> so, how could I leave the subject of Nigel Ponce without mentioning me special feature right here on the Nednat Show? It's called American for Foreigners. After all, Ponce finds most regular phrases and sayings foreign. Oh dear, well, here goes American for Foreigners with me arrogant British aristocratic contributor. <laughs> First up, though, here's his latest voicemail message. You have messages. Well, Ned, this is Nigel Ponce calling you from England. Your brother Buck said it's something for the birds. Yes, it does sound absolutely ridiculous. It doesn't even sound like our English language to me. Anyway, Ned, can you tell me what on earth he's talking about? As I haven't a clue. All I want to know is whether I should be worrying about what Buck is feeding my hens. So perhaps you could call me back, Ned, and let me know. Thank you so much, old chap. Goodbye. <laughs> you know, I just love the way he introduced himself on me voicemail. It's as if I actually know someone else that sounds just like him. Oh dear. Anyway, let me translate it for you, Nigel. This time, Buck says it's something for the birds. Of course, Nigel, you think Buck's deliberately confusing you. Well, this is a weird expression, I suppose, in a way. Add to that, I reckon Buck's full of it. Yeah, after all, the expression for the birds means it's nothing worth bothering about. If you like, inconsequential. Yeah, what I suppose you call chicken feed, Nigel, yeah. Mm. And that's why I say Buck's full of it. So, Nigel, I hope that makes some kind of sense to you. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. I headed over to me and Cotton Political Commentator Neighbor Rush's Stonewall Jackson Farm again this week to listen to the latest second-hand news from the Reuters Centre and all in small instalments. Yet with a weak bladder, Rush is always rushing off. Poor old mucker. <laughs> this time we got Rush's latest feature again. It's called Rush Recalls. 
and he's not just talking about his hopes for the Democrats. He's looking back at past events. Oh dear. This time he reminded me of how he recalls the time when the US had a positive trade balance, <laughs> which he says was when his folks were in power. <laughs> he also told me we now have the largest deficit in US history. Of course, Russia had to say it in the year. Uh, it's because the socialists are in power. <laughs> yep, where would he be without them? Oh, well, that's Russia's blanket statement for everything he don't like here. He forgot to mention that the trade deficit has been growing every year since 1975 too, but, uh, you know, well, of course, he didn't hear me say that. See, there's not much happening with an always one-sided debate anyway, is there? Add to that, the downside or maybe the upside in this case is that he usually doesn't manage to say much before he excuses himself again with that standard statement. That's right, it's great excuse to bail on me early. Gotta go. Oh dear. Rush. He's gotta go and flush. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listen to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Me lovely neighbour young Alice Jones invited me over for our weekly vegan cake and fair trade coffee sit down. <laughs> young Alice was in a cheerful mood when I visited this week, though she received a very unusual animal adoption for a growing sanctuary. Yep, a pet boa constrictor. <laughs> this one's a fully grown specimen, nearly under a pound and ten feet long. <laughs> she also ended up with it because it enjoyed eating all the previous owner's other pets. Yep, four rabbits, six cats and a small dog. <laughs> On the other hand though, Alice did remind me of how I should take more notice of the wonders of nature and baffled me again with a really bizarre statement right out of the blue. There are 17 animals on the critically endangered list, yeah, including two big cats, six primates and three species of rhino. Add to that, some might be completely extinct in a few years unless something is done to prevent it happening. You know, I don't really know what to say about that one. Anyway, as always, Alice's coffee and cake and company was reliably nice. <laughs> This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I am every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com. Well, we lovelies, it's time for this week's questions and odd news items from you, my listeners. Yep, I've got it all here on the Ned Natter Show. <laughs> First up, I got a call from Sid in Sacramento and he called me to chat about this really weird story of how this person has been switching out the real dollar bills for fake ones in a home improvement store in California for some time. <laughs> Add to that, they've been actually getting away with it. <laughs> you know, I think I'd have noticed me change if it was all in, like, you know, Monopoly money or something, wouldn't you? Anyway, I think it brings new meaning to the words, do it yourself, for sure. <laughs> my second item comes from... Nicola in Newfoundland, yeah. She told me about this really interesting story. She'd read about high sea temperatures. Apparently the sea temperatures have risen to the highest levels on record. And that's changing everything quite quickly. It's affecting the movement of animals and their lifespan. Add to that, it's affecting humans too, of course. Yeah, see, there's 
this overabundance of what's called sea snot. It's a kind of foaming plankton that sits on the surface and moves around like mucky stuff. Yeah. After looking at the photo that Nicholas sent me, I'd say it looks like something old Nan coughs up in the morning. <laughs> yeah, there are consequences of high sea temperatures and a 60-a-day smoking habit too. <laughs> My final caller came right out of the blue, yeah, from Lou in Lombardy. Yeah, he is over in Italy, yeah, yeah. He called me to tell me about something really hideous. The cops in Italy called on a house to tell them about the dangers of these overgrown trees in the yard and how they might cause a problem in very high winds, yeah. When they went inside the house, they found the owner sitting at the table, yeah. Unfortunately, she'd been sitting there for at least two years and she hadn't moved an inch yet. This is not only a weird story, but, you know, a very sad one too, isn't it? After all, nobody had checked in on the old dear to see how she was for that long. This is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. I'm here every Wednesday, but you can find all my shows again at nednatter.com, where they're all stored for you as podcasts. So if you want me repeats or can handle listening to me voice all over again, stop by and say hi. Hey, dubious Command Agent 50% is lining me up with a new ad this week, and he's got something really odd this time around. <laughs> Oh dear, he's slotted in another of his dubious clients. To be honest, I didn't even think any of this was possible or legal until now. <laughs> anyway, here goes. Now's the time to stock up. Here at Southern Second Amendment Supplies Inc, we literally blow the lid off the competition with more than just simple handguns and rifles. Yep. That's our hard and fast guarantee. With us, you really get the best in large-scale artillery and ex-military surplus. Yeah, you never knew surplus until you visit our store. That's right, forget gas masks and heavy-duty tents. We've got the real stuff. Why not try our great range of landmines in handy packs of 10? <laughs> or surplus overstock of the week, the stinger for your surface-to-air requirements. <laughs> Or why not try a box of our hand grenades and take 15% off? (laughs) So go to our website today and browse all the offerings at youarenotgettingmenomatterwhat.net And order your Second Amendment supplies today. But wait, we've got a special offer and just for Ned Nat Show listeners, with every purchase this month only, we'll send you our free t-shirt and bumper sticker emblazoned with our famous motto, and you can't beat a deal like that. So visit us today and remember that motto. I've got all my Second Amendment rights well covered. <laughs> you know, I wasn't expecting that one at all. I'm sure me neighbour old Rush will be checking them out right now. Well, today's a great time seeing as they'll probably get raided and shut down tomorrow. <laughs> Around here, the only things that don't have Second Amendment rights are the rabbits. Yep, they're at the ding-dang's mercy, or lack of it, shall we say. <laughs> and then, of course, there's the rats. You know, they're pretty much defenceless against the wife. <laughs> and, uh, perhaps that means I haven't got any rights either. Oh, dear. <laughs> this is Ned Natter here with the Ned Natter Radio Show. And whichever way you dice it, this show is unpasteurised and unfiltered. But that's all me lovelies, and on that note, we better go. So until next time, remember, farm as getting older, some more than others. It's time some new blood came down on the farm and gave us an hand. 
Show it matters. Without us, you wouldn't have anything to eat. Without me, your Wednesdays wouldn't be much fun. <laughs> In the meantime, you can find me and all my radio shows at nednow.com. Yep, they're all safe use podcasts too. Add to that, there's me social media links. So come by and say hi. It'd be great to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. It's been a pleasure chatting with you again. And I hope you'll join me on the Ned Nat Show soon. So until then, keep a smile on your face. Think positive and don't sweat the small stuff. The grass is not always green on the other side. It might just be a freeway. <laughs> Goodbye, me lovelies. <laughs> The Ned Natter Show is written and presented by me, Ned Natter. The show is produced and recorded live in Florida, USA by Doris Billsborough. And the Ned Natter Show is managed and represented by Grace Windsor at Nexus Media.